All right, welcome Grace Point. We've been talking about being endued with power or being baptized in the Spirit, being activated in our gifts, and we, we went through that, and we said that being filled with the Holy Spirit is not a one-time thing. I know that from practical experience. I know it because of the testimony of the saints throughout history. I've been using Charles Finney as a great, great example of that. Lord, open the eyes of our heart and the eyes of our understanding, our ears, our eyes, and our heart, Give us revelation, knowledge, and understanding of your word through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, so I, I really finished that. And none of these teachings, I can't go into great depth. Everything I'm introducing, I could really, really like make a tributary and go off and teach on it and do a 20-part series on it, okay? And maybe I will. But right now, my focus is to go a little deeper on the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the baptism of, the pow of power. And I want to kind of segue a little bit. We're still talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit, but I want to kind of go from that, and I want to talk about impartation. It's uh, one way, and really the only way. We, uh, any baptism of the Holy Spirit is given to us by impartation, whether it's directly from Jesus from heaven or whether it's through a human agency. But I want to talk about the, the link between uh, impartation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So turn back with me. Let's go back to where we started in Luke chapter 24. Now, that's where Jesus made this original promise that we've talked about, about being filled with power in Jesus' name. Being filled with power of the Holy Spirit. And he said in verse uh, 49 of chapter 24, And behold, I send you the promise of my Father, but wait in the city of Jerusalem until you be filled or endued with power from on high. And he led them as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands and blessed them. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he parted from heaven, and he was carried up to heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they continued together with great joy. Now, something happened here very interesting. You know, Jesus often laid his hands on people to impart something. We can see this um, when Jesus imparted healing. He would lay hands on people often. He wouldn't always lay hands on people, but he would often lay hands on people and give an impartation. Um, he did something interesting. While he blessed them, Lily, he raised up his hands. So Jesus put up his hands, and he released through his hands. I want you to see this. It was through words, and it was also through his hands. He, why did he lift up his hands? Because the blessing of the Spirit is often transmitted from our spirit through our hands. Again, you can see this in healing, and I'll give you one example of this, okay, where you can see it really, really clear in the Scriptures. But why is that important? Because the impartation of the Spirit is often given through the laying on of hands. And I'm not going to go in depth in this introduction on this because I'm going to carry this message out maybe nine or ten more times. We're going to go into great depth about impartation. 
When they were baptized in Acts chapter 2, that baptism came straight from heaven. Think about it, Lily. There really wasn't anybody there to lay hands on them, was there? None of them had been baptized in the Holy Spirit, so there was no one there to lay hands on them. So they got it directly from heaven. But it's interesting, in Luke chapter 24, Jesus raised up his hands and released that impartation of the Holy Spirit through his hands, through the blessing of his hands. And again, I'm going to go through this laying on of hands in great detail. The same thing happened uh, when he told him to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit in John. Um, in John chapter 20, verse 21, he says, uh, Peace be with you, as my th Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this to them, he breathed on them, and he said, receive the Holy Ghost. You see that impartation, Lily? He breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Ghost. Now, I don't believe this was a baptism of the Holy Spirit. It was a down payment on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But he breathed on them, and he transmitted from his Spirit. He breathed on them. That's why sometimes you'll see a healing evangelist blow on somebody, and they're just breathing out the anointing, okay? Whether you believe it or not, that's what they're doing. And that's what Jesus did. In Luke 24, he released that blessing through his hands. Very interesting. Now, you can see this clearly. I'm going to go um, where Jesus said and spoke. Turn to Luke chapter 13 quickly, because I'm going to run out of time here very quickly. You're going to see the combination of speaking and touch. Luke 13, verse 10. Am I going too fast, Lily? I feel myself getting excited here. As he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called to her, and get this, words. He said to her, woman, thou art loosed. Brian, this is interesting. I saw this this morning. He spoke first. Get this. Now, in this situation, speaking wasn't enough, Lily. He spoke first. He made the command, and, and, and miracles happen through Jesus all the time by command. He said, woman, Thou art loosed. Now get this. Verse 13. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Do you see that? He spoke, he said the word, and then he imparted. It was an impartation. He imparted. What did he impart to this woman that had an infirmity? Healing. Jesus released healing to her through his hands. It was an impartation of healing. Now I got time real quickly for one more scripture. Turn to Acts chapter um, 8. Acts chapter 8. Read down in verse 17. Actually, We'll start with verse uh, 14. Now, when the apostles 
which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent for Peter and John. Why didn't they were, they needed to be filled with the Holy Spirit. They sent for Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Okay, so they had prayed with them. They prayed with words, Lily. Why did they call Peter and John? Why wasn't the Holy Spirit just poured out like he was on the day of Pentecost? Right? Why didn't Philip's preaching, and why didn't Philip lay hands on him? I can't give you every answer for that, but the apostles were involved in each of these baptisms of the Holy Spirit along the way, okay? Now listen to this. Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet he had fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So they were saved. They had been baptized into Christ. They had been baptized into the Lord Jesus. Now get this. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now that is powerful. There's a tangibility to the anointing, the release of the Holy Spirit, came through prayer or words, and then through the laying on of the hands. Just like Jesus lifted up his hands after he told them they would be endued with power from on high, and he blessed them, released it with his hands, they laid their hands on the Samaritans, and through their hands came the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so because we're the temple of the Holy Spirit, he says they laid their hands and the Holy Spirit was communicated through the apostles. Powerful. Now that's not the only thing that the laying on of hands does. We know that the baptism of the Holy Spirit can be imparted through the laying on of hands. We've seen through Jesus that divine healing or supernatural healing can be accomplished through the laying on of hands. And there is so much more to this topic of impartation, but I don't have time to get into it tonight. You can tell I'm really excited about it, but I don't have time to get into it tonight. I will pick up right here next week when we pick up uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and impartation.